This is Coffee with Timmy. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? How have you been? Welcome back to Coffee with Timmy. Ooh, it's been so cold here. I thought my bones were frozen. Oh my word. But thank God the sun seems to be coming up. And um, we hopefully we'll have a really good summer. So before we start, if you have not subscribed to my channel, press that button now. Uh, today we're going, I'm going to, uh, was it going to be a rant? I, I hope not. But anyway, let's start. So South Africa recently celebrated Women's Day. And it got me thinking of really how far we have come as women. I mean, have we come that far? A couple of months ago, I read um, a book called In Every Mirror, She's Black. If you've not read it and you're a woman, you need to read it. It's about three women of color from different social and financial backgrounds. And yet their lives are similar um, from the way they are treated. So I've titled this episode <laughs> In Every Mirror, She's a Woman. Because I'm talking about something that it's, it, it's a gender issue. It's because we are women. Today, there are women on the top of the corporate ladder making more money, but they're still unequal to men. They've got the same job, same or even more responsibilities, and yet they're lower paid. There's what we, what we call the glass ceiling. And I, I think that glass ceiling, it's almost like a torture. They can see what they're fighting for, and yet they can't reach it. You know, um, a few have broken through. Yes, a few women have broken through. But oh my word, the battle scars. They have to walk twice as hard to be seen or even to be heard. And yet they're not accepted, accepted as equal. You know, even in really top, even multinationals, you'll find women um, taking on responsibility that maybe a man was in that job before, in that same position. And then you find that they're, they're being paid much less than the man that was there before. There, there, I was looking at um, some lists down here in South Africa, and there's some women who have taken up a job where the person there before was male, and now that woman is earning almost 15 million, 15 million rand less than the person that was there before. But you know what? They're going to expect her to perform miracles to do as good, or are even better than the man that was there before. Anyway, I digress. Let's go on. So, in every woman, she is a woman. In some part of the world, women have no choice. They can't make decisions. They are not allowed to voice or even have an opinion. They are oppressed. They have no voice except that which the male in the family um, says. I mean, they don't. They can't use their own words. They don't have their own voice, but they're told what they must believe. They're told what they must accept by the male in the family. In every woman, in every mirror, she is a woman. She has to endure double standards by men. I know of a woman who cannot use a contraceptive because the man, and I will not say her husband, because the man who is the father of her children, I don't know whether she's really married to him, who doesn't support her, thinks that she's sleeping around if she wants to go on the pill or if she wants him to wear a condom. So 
every 18 months or so, she has a child. She is the one supporting this family. But she is afraid to speak up. So she could be infected with all sorts of or any kind of STD by this man that she knows is sleeping around, but she can't use a condom. She's afraid to tell him to do so because she's been beaten before for even suggesting it. In every, in every mirror, she is a woman. She is seen as just a body. Women in some part of the world are seen simply as a body, as a form, to give pleasure to a man in the way the man deems fit. I'm looking at women who are still being circumcised in parts of the world, in Africa, in Asia, for no other reason. I see circumcision, circumcision of women for no other reason except to satisfy men. So the man can say his wife has never been with another, another, uh, another man. So he can enjoy sex, but she is not supposed to. There is no way a woman who has been um, brutally circumcised can enjoy sex. And that's the way the men want it. In my part of the world, um, women are circumcised exactly for this. So I am talking um, about something that I know about. They're circumcised because um, they must not, they must not enjoy sex. And I hear this from older women, from old grannies, that your duty is what to lie, to lie back and think of the of the country, as they used to say, uh, to lie back and think of the queen. She will be considered a slut if um, if she is not circumcised, because it is believed that if if a woman is not circumcised, then she's she's all over the place having sex like we have nothing else to do so this she lives with the pain daily literally daily throughout her life her period oh my word the periods are excruciatingly painful childbirth literally tears the woman apart um i'm not talking about circumcision today but if you go through it and you see that different levels but there's some that literally tears the woman apart but that's what the man sees i really don't know what it is is it a trophy i really cannot put a word to it except that i know that somewhere along the line years ago some men or one man decided this is the way it should be to not to preserve the woman's dignity but to keep this woman from doing anything else that will not please the man. And worse still, for me, this is done by women to other women. It's always the women who hold on a woman, the old women, the old gogos who hold down the children to circumcise them. We've come a long way, and yet in every mirror, we are women. Color may separate us, but our battles are the same. We are women and as such, a major part of the world sees us as second class. Women contribute so much to the household that, that it cannot be measured in financial terms. You know, housekeeping, bringing up a family, taking care of the family. Women deal with crazy, incredible hormones. You, you, you know that if you're a woman. 
It runs through the body from preteen till we are old and gray. Women get pregnant, the bodies are stretched in unimaginable ways. I mean, you don't know what you're going to look like until you're, until you're pregnant. You don't know what kind of um, tummy, uh, what kind of shape your stomach is going to take. You don't know how big your breast is going to get, get if it's going to get big. You don't know. You don't know how swollen your face is going to be. You can't see your feet. For, for a certain amount of months, you cannot see your feet. <laughs> I always say that if, um, if men start getting pregnant and it becomes, okay, your turn, you're going to have the baby. I'm going to, we will, the, the, the population of the world will reduce drastically. So women get pregnant, carry the baby for nine months, produce this baby, they produce the baby's milk, right? So they produce this baby's food in their body. They best breastfeed the child. And then we are told menstruation, pregnancy, giving birth is not a woman's prerogative by some, by some individual, some man who wakes up and says he's identifying as a woman who has no idea what it means to be a woman. It's not a feeling. Someone who feels like a woman, but with none of the biological makeup. And we, the biological women, must accept him. <laughs> uh, what bothers me here is, although we've come a long way, we are letting men make us caricatures of ourselves. We need to be more vocal. We have companies like Nike and um, Maybelline, they're using biological male, biological men to sell products made for biological women. There is a company using a man, a biological man to sell tampons. How? Men have no idea what it means to have a period. They know none of the pain. None of the bleeding for days, none of the cramping, none of the mood swings, none of the hormones running through our biologically female body. And yet, women are still buying their products. They should be boycotted. There should just be a boycott. We just boycott those companies. We've come a long way. We've got to place value on ourselves. Otherwise, no one will. So while I celebrate my fellow women, we cannot stop now. We cannot let people who don't appreciate us as women get the better of us or to be the ones speaking for us. In every mirror, we are women. Let us decide what kind of women we want to be. Let us be awesome. It's been Coffee with Timmy. See you next time. Bye for now. <laughs>